Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. You owe me a toe, Bartowski. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. My cousin Big Al is a cop. We here on this week's episode talk television. This week, I got to pick, and I am starting off our Christmas talk with Chuck, Season 2, Episode 11. Chuck versus Santa Claus. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we should be watching. Tell us what we should avoid. Let us know how you're doing. I'm all right. How you doing? I'm I'm all right. I'm okay. Um, So I, with, okay, full disclosure, last week, I had no idea what show I was going to pick. So whilst we recorded last week's episode, I figured it out. Which led me to a rewatch of Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I had to skip because I I only made it to like episode nine of season one, but I jumped like and and skipped a couple. So I I love this show. It's so wonderful. It's such a fun show. And like this episode, like the pinnacle of Christmas, it, it, it. Everything that you could possibly want in a Christmas episode is in this show. Pretty much. The, so, you know, I'm only half watching the rewatch, like it's on in the background kind of thing. And I totally forgot about Fulcrum and, and all of that stuff. But there's like the things that I remember that haven't happened yet. So in, when jumping ahead, I started watching this, expecting him to have like, his kung fu powers and shit like that, and I it apparently not yet. So, yeah. So, I, you know that was, I mean he could have handled that this whole episode in like four minutes had he had his Matrix style gifts, but this was a lot of fun. I mean, there, definite homages to Die Hard. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The fact that they got the guy who played the cop in Die Hard to be in this is amazing. And the fact that you, I have absolutely no problem believing that he is related to Big Mike. Oh, so perfect. Casting, (laughs) perfect. I mean, the the episode is, they're stuck there. I guess it's a Friday before Christmas because or it's, it's like, actually Christmas Eve and what what bugged me about it is they kept saying it's the day before Christmas and I'm like no it's not it's Christmas Eve you assholes what are you, what's wrong with you okay uh, like I couldn't understand why they didn't just say Christmas Eve it was weird <laughs> that is kind of weird now that you brought it up I didn't notice that at all I didn't either and she said it while we we're watching I'm like Wait a sec, that is kind of weird. That's really weird, actually. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, they are saying Christmas, so it wasn't like a, you know, holiday avoidance. But the the, the fact that Mike, and I can't remember the the assistant manager's name, but, like, they were all about... Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, yeah. He, 
Yes, I concur. That character is so weird because he's he's genuinely awful. Like I don't think he was. I don't think he added anything to the show. I I just hated him being around. But then that he died a really grisly death in the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right, he does. Like, like that was doesn't he get really shot weird. in the back alley. Or just, <laughs> yeah, like he was like leaving the store and he just gets freaking murdered. <laughs> like he just um, what do you call it? Collateral damage of one of the spy missions or something. Yeah, it was, like, really disturbing. And, like, they didn't really talk about it much afterwards because nobody liked that character, but... I almost wonder whether, like, the writers knew that nobody liked that character. We were just like, okay, let's appease the fans and get rid of him like this. Let's that guy was like, he want. was all, like, the talk of the town at that point because of, uh, what's that show that everyone loves that Arrested I don't like? Arrested Development. Uh, Arrested Development, yeah. So, like, it was, like, this <laughs> big that get show that he was going <laughs> to... That everyone loves that I hate. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just don't like it very much. But you know, that was a thing. Like there was a big get that he was on the show. Like, it was such a big deal. Oh, he's joining the cast! Yay, hooray! And I was like, ah, whatever. And then in, he added nothing to the show except mm-hmm. for just being genuinely awful. Right. And he was genuinely awful in this episode as well. So like, he you know doesn't break character very much. But like half, well, Mike and 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 him, like they're all about making the sale, getting getting the people in. When a car fucking drives through the front of the store and it becomes a hostage situation, like, which I don't know if you noticed, but when they're watching the news coverage in the beginning and they're all betting on it, Anna actually predicts exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> She's like, I bet they're it's going to lead to a crash and a hostage situation. <laughs> and then after the car crashes in, she turns to the guys and she's like, "Pay up, suckers." <laughs> <laughs> that was another character I was glad to see go on this show. Yeah, she really? didn't add too much. Well, she was the romantic. Uh, I don't know. No, she was not good enough for Morgan. Thank you very much. Okay, she was not good enough for Morgan. Morgan's great. <laughs> Morgan is great. So with great. with the hostage situation in full effect, it's just you know, like you get to see every character. Like if you've never watched this show, this episode shows you how each of the characters act in the entirety of the series all of them awesome is awesome mike is money hungry jeff and lester are are jeff and lester jeff and lester (laughs) like morgan is hapless it's like everybody plays their part to a t like and it's heavily christmas themed it's awesome (laughs) like usually when when they do a christmas episode for a show it's not it's sort of out of the norm. Like, they, they shoehorn Christmas into a, a, a an episode. And this, like, this could... It didn't have to necessarily be Christmas. It was just another day that they just color-coded. Which says a lot I of... I mean, and it made so much sense within the confines of the show, because you're basically doing a show about, like, a chunk of it is about retail. Mm-hmm. So, of course, a Christmas episode makes all of the sense, because it's such a big deal at retail. And... and Yes, and they and they do it well, like. And they got. Uh, I thought it was clever how they got Ellie and Awesome into the hostage situation by just having them be like, "Oh, we're last minute shopping." Like, right. okay, that works. It does, and it makes sense that the the, uh, the the drive to make sales as you know, I can't even. I still don't remember that jacket. Emmett. Emmett gets Emmett, out. That's his name. Emmett gets out, and he just starts promoting, and. What what didn't make sense to me is why are you your your, your store is is on lockdown, so it's not going to open 
no matter how fast this shit turns around. So there's no point in it. But they, that's they, they, this. <laughs> that, that, that's one of the many just look over here, don't think about it situations <laughs> that this show tends to do. Another because one, TV. Another one. Uh, uh, Jane. Like they're <laughs> jacking up the prices. Like they're gonna make a pro. Like the managers of a buy more, which is a chain, which is essentially Best Buy, Whoa. are not gonna see a no, dime. No, it's not. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> different than Best Buy. It's yes. green and yellow. Okay, <laughs> of course, totally different. <laughs> but they, they don't own the the buy more. They answer to corporate. That's mm-hmm. the way the chain works, even in the show. So one, they can't raise their prices. No. Like Big Mike couldn't jack up the prices in the store, and he said he jacked up all the prices in the store, and then they went out and said that they had the best deals in town. Which doesn't add up, and he's not going to see a dime from. Like it's like he counts the money at the end of the night, and he get Big Mike gets to keep some of it. It's like you can tell from from certain degrees that this show paid some attention to the rules of retail, but you can also tell that the writers didn't spend much time in retail. <laughs> Very true. Well, I mean, yes, definitely true. But also, wouldn't Mike see a bonus if he did a huge business on that day? Probably not. Probably not. No, I mean, probably not any more or less than he would have done than he would have anyway. His retail bonus... sucks. Yeah, retail's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you could. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm a food service veteran. <laughs> I know nothing about retail. <laughs> Another one of those things that I noted that like just didn't make sense. So it's not Jane. What's his name in the show? Jane is stuck in my head. It's um Casey. 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 Whoa, Jesus. Casey gets his toe shot off. Then proceeds to wear his shoe for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I didn't even notice that, but you're right. <laughs> he has to be in debilitating pain, missing a toe <laughs> with a shoe uh, on. Maybe they had some Demerol in the first aid kit. Maybe, 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 maybe the Buy More has a really good first aid kit. <laughs> you know, like, like I mean, I, they did have at least um, Ellie and Awesome are actual medical professionals, so that's true. Not, <laughs> not that that may not that means that she had like you know sedatives in her purse or anything, but I, when, you know, when Awesome did his little monologue about I'm a doctor and I deal with life and death every day, I was like, whoa, okay, not your <laughs> life and death other people's life and death you're awesome i get it you're going a little overboard here i forgot how awesome awesome is you know watch watching the first season again and just like just the first episode of, of chuck explaining to sarah his family life and she turns and she goes and you call him awesome and he's like well wait till you meet him everything he does is awesome this that <laughs> flossing i mean <laughs> he i he was one of my favorite characters in the show because when he popped in, he was entertaining. And then they had that weird run where he was like sort of becoming a spy and he just like he was the only one who knew what really knew what was going on. <laughs> and he just straight up couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't freak out. I I like it when I get to revisit a show like this cuz I sort of remember it, but it's like it's really close to watching it like fresh, like not remembering anything because it was like years ago when it's like 10 years ago this was on, give or take. So that feels right. Like it's it's a it's a brand new show and Zach is great. Like Zachary is it, it, amazing. 
He he hasn't lost a beat at all. Watching him in like he was in Thor, I think. Like mm-hmm. he's it's just so much fun, so entertaining. So yeah, this was a good one. I, I will say that um, the one one thing about this that doesn't age well for me is the like Jeff and Lester being weird is fine, but when they get to be like horn dogs, it's, <laughs> I was it's just kind of gross. Bring like up when about this. when Lester gets knocked out and then like, like Morgan's trying to get shot. yeah, it was just like I or no, when he steals guys. the kiss at the end, mm-hmm. like yeah. This is this actually really struck me when we were watching this and in light of all the news and everything that's going on and just how much more aware of this kind of stuff I am. We used to we used to cheer for stuff like that. Like in that situation, the show wants us to cheer for Lester for basically sexually assaulting her. Like that's what's going on in the show. He mm-hmm. is that was a completely unsolicited moment right there and the show wants us to cheer for him begrudgingly because you know he's a scumbag oh but he got one and like it makes me think of stuff like like the sandlot and whatnot like we used to, that is permeates all sorts of media and like that's a, that's a thing that you see all the time and i never really thought about it until the other last night or the other night we watched this like wow that's something that tv and movies have been telling us to like root for for a long time mm-hmm. is it really any wonder that so many people are so screwed up yeah i mean not that i'm blaming anything on anything like i mean i watched all that stuff and i know what boundaries are i'm not blaming it it's just it was a really weird situation to be like, wow, that's really awful. Like, I would never do that to a person. And I know it's just a TV show, but the way it's framed is we're supposed to be rooting for this guy in that particular moment. And that's not cool. And it's, I mean, it is, it was a different time. Not that that excuses anything, but you don't see that now. It's not as... It's not as common anymore that 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 sort of, you know, the, the creeper gets a gets one over or whatnot. And it's now with everything that has been going on, especially with the news we'll be talking about later, we now see it more. It was always there. It's just more on the front now that we you know, that's things that with everything that's been going on, it's just the times are different now and it's a it's i don't know it's it's going to take some adjusting like you know i don't expect you know that scene to be removed from sandlot but there's a possibility it could be yeah you know, it could be like a the, you know the security guards with walkie talkie situation but no i mean you're right i'm not saying this stuff should be removed and it's it's good that i don't see the, those kinds of things happening in tv shows as much anymore it's just you know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a weird situation to to look at that. Like, yeah, that's that is that is a TV show that I genuinely love, and is expecting us to root for someone for sexually assaulting someone. And I I feel like kind of weird, almost like I'm blowing it out of proportion. Like, ah, this is this really is no big deal. But it, if it kind of is, like, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It, it, it's just, man, it's weird. Well, we live in a different world. On behalf of womankind, world. may I say, like, hallelujah, that this 
crap is not being accepted as as normalized and okay in today's uh entertainment and hopefully like i as you're saying it was a different time um and nobody saying that like because they saw it on tv they thought it was okay to do i feel like it's more like it's on tv because it's like art as a reflection of life because people who were watching the show at the time did think that was an okay thing to do and now we're not seeing it on tv hopefully because people now don't think it's okay and so our art is reflecting that i mean it being on tv just kind of normalizes it you know exactly like and that's kind of the the weirdness of it is that that was normalized behavior it was almost something to strive to which is wrong yeah <laughs> i don't i mean it, i don't it, want to sound like some sort of like a you know, the negative connotation social justice warrior or anything like i really don't want to come off as being overly sensitive but i don't know that that scene really made me uncomfortable and the same thing that she said with him like waking up and staring at their boobs and whatnot like that's considerably more harmless than the kissing her but I don't know. I don't want to. I didn't really mean to turn this into a whole <laughs> giant conversation. It just it was weird. Well, we'll have a giant conversation about it later. So, <laughs> all in all, I I had a good time watching this this episode. It's it was nice to head down you know memory lane and like making now you know I'm doing a rewatch with with my girl and she's never seen it. So like. I, I don't understand. Oh, that's got to be fun. It is. <laughs> it is. Like, it, I remember liking this show so much when it was on, like, watching it live. And it, it granted, there are certain things that didn't age well, but overall, the show is still really entertaining. It's still really good. And definitely. It's it's worth the rewatch, so because you know you're watching this whole episode and it's it's relatively goofy. Like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of weight going on, and then you get that the whole time I'm sitting there watching it. Like I remember this episode so well because I've watched this a couple of times mm-hmm. because I love watching Christmas episodes of things. <laughs> and you just I know what was coming, and you're watching that the whole time. And like all right, this is a pretty light. This is a pretty light episode of Chuck, and then it gets to the end, and it's just those last couple of minutes where it, it just suddenly, now you're dealing with a pretty serious issue, mm-hmm. and it still peppers the comedy in there, right? but it's like, oh, she just watched her murder someone. Like, right, and that, for that, him, that instance changes their relationship, if I'm not mistaken, for a, for a bunch while, of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my question about that moment. Um, I wonder what you guys, if you guys feel the same as I do. Did, to me, she made the right call. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. This guy is a bad guy. Like He was it, basically promising that he, no matter what happened, he was going to get out and Chuck was screwed. Yeah, he was going to come after him no matter what. And, you know, nobody's nobody could have ever, you know, caught her, basically, on... You know, whether or not it was, you know, self-defense or anything. So. And Sarah loves Chuck. She didn't know it at the time, but she loves Chuck. Spoilers. So, I don't know. At the time when this was on, the way the show, the way the characters, I don't know, kind of treated this was like, oh, my God, this was a huge transgression. But, like, I don't know. She did the right thing. Like, what's the big deal? Well, But that was the thing. 
she does Chuck didn't he doesn't know the the reasons behind it like he didn't yeah, he, he wasn't privy to the, the conversation yeah and that they that's where it comes out like that's where he's talking about later in later episodes where he's like i walked around a corner and she had like he had his hands up he was unarmed and she just shot him and killed him and then lied about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's how so, that's I mean, how season it's, it's, one i, th- I want to say episode two or three ended as well with him flashing on her killing people Mm-hmm. So and it's like it's one of those things that it's it's a classic TV. Oh, this is just a misunderstanding. These two people aren't communicating. But at least this one makes it a pretty decent degree of sense. Like he saw what he saw. And so naturally, he's actually kind of scared of her at this point. Correct. See, like still such so good. <laughs> such a good show. <laughs> and and that and that was good. Like that was going to be my point, even though it is a Christmas episode. The it you okay? If you don't watch this episode, you miss storyline for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yeah, a it's one-off. not a throwaway episode. It's not a throwaway, which is the standard for most sitcoms or television shows. The holiday episodes are throwaways. You know, people get together for Thanksgiving or Halloween or whatever. And I li- I really liked the fact that they they tied it into the rest of the season. In like the last five minutes, which is like that's the way it's that's the way it's supposed to be. Makes it all that much more entertaining. So I had a good time. I'm glad you guys liked it too. I, yeah, I, you know, thank you for picking this. Yeah. I, I mean, I was gonna watch it anyway, but you know, this way it's talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't far out of our way. So <laughs> good, 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 good. All right. Um. We got a, a crap ton of news to, to cover when we get back, so let's take a break. Stay tuned. Have you ever wanted to glide through the air, but a hang glider just won't cut it? Have you ever wanted to dress in a ridiculous green spandex outfit and commit crimes? Have you ever wanted to commit crimes with all the flair and fashion of a child's toy? Then you have a little something in common with the DC Comics character named Charles Brown. No, no, really, that's his name. Learn all about him in Welcome to the D-List, Kite Man. Well, the universe went ahead and made a SpongeBob musical, and while your gut reaction may be to curse the heavens, demanding to know why we live in such a horrible world, if Kikate's Chip Garrison is to be believed, perhaps it's not as terrible as you might think. Dare we say the SpongeBob musical could actually be... good? Find out in Are You Ready, Kids? SpongeBob SquarePants the Musical Takes Broadway. Located in the think tank. Sports are good for a number of things. Entertaining the masses, paying people way too much money, outstanding commercials, and of course, crippling and utterly devastating disappointment. Being a Philly sports fan, Dave DiOrio is no stranger to being let down by his team. So as GeekAid's resident expert on the subject, he decided to write all about it. Find out what Stephen King novels classic video games, and winning seasons from historically terrible sports teams have in common in Heartbreak Potential, located in the Think Tank. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Good evening, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, are, Are we ready for the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary? I am ready for the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary. And so is my phone, which is my stopwatch. And here we go. Okay, this is going to be an easy one. Because, uh, so Goku is all tired. People are trying to attack him. 
uh, these two Namekians that were fighting uh, Gohan and Piccolo. Um, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, what's the deal with these guys? Why are they so strong? And then they show you why they're so strong. Because Namekians have this thing where they confuse with other Namekians. And it like basically makes them obscenely more powerful. So like Piccolo did that twice. And because it's like kind of a forbidden technique and whatnot. These guys fuse with like 50 other people. So yeah, they're strong as hell. So it's, it's crazy. Um, and they do this whole bit towards the end where uh, uh, Gohan is fighting the, those Namekians and while Piccolo is charging up his uh, Makan Kosapo or special beam cannon. <laughs> and uh, they do this really cool scene where it's all uh, Goku and Gohan are both throwing Kamehameha waves at the same time. And it's really neat, but coming off of the like most amazing Kamehameha ever that Goku did just two episodes ago, it came off as just kind of a little weak sauce. But it was still a good episode, and I was happy. The end. Well done, sir. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Thank you so much for paying attention to our commercials and the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary. If you didn't, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Let's. And if you don't watch Dragon Ball Super, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <Yo>. Very true. <laughs> I fall into that category. Uh, all right. So how do we want to handle this? Okay. Let's talk. All right, seeing as we just had a, a discussion about this during our, our, talk ch- our Chuck talk, um, a lot of people have popped up in the news for inappropriate sexual behavior. So let's, I'm just going to scroll through our news and if we will, I will we'll discuss quickly who and what. So. First up is Matt Lauer. Kind of surprised on that one, but the more I read about it, the creepier that guy gets. He had a button under his desk in his office that locked the doors from the inside. Yeah. Did you catch that one? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. That's and so freaking crazy. On behalf of all women, I'd like to know who approved that. Yeah, that's on behalf that- of all humans. Like, let's just, let's... Let's go ahead and just brush aside the sexual assault for a minute. What else could he have done with that? Like, that's that's Batman that's, villain territory. Yeah, I was going to say super villain shit. <laughs> like, that's not just dangerous for sexual assault. That's dangerous for a number of reasons. <laughs> that's Batman villain shit. Okay. Like, yeah. you need somewhere to hide a body? I have a door that I can control with a button. <laughs> I know a guy. getting in there. <laughs> All right. It's me. <laughs> I know a guy, and it's me. Next up, Andrew Kreisberg. <laughs> no idea who that is. He's the guy who's... Because you're not looking at the story. He's the showrunner for Flash and Supergirl. This oh, that right. That's right. That guy. Yeah. This is This is a bummer. Um, It is what it is, and it's upsetting, um, didn't we? Didn't wasn't there a story posted about this a while ago that he was accused, and this is the story of him. This being is him fired? being fired. So, yeah. oh, so far, two out of two have been fired, have been let go from their. I don't know networks. I guess um, positions. Matt Lauer after fucking twenty years on NBC, and <sighs> as long as the Flash has been on, so. Uh, oh, and I heard Matt Lauer is not getting a dime, which is great. Yes. Which is great. Are they going to reimburse him for that button? <laughs> yes. He owes for the button. 
uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, okay. We, I pretty what does sh- that guy's house look like? <laughs> it's just covered in <laughs> buttons. A house covered in buttons that lock things. Kevin Spacey we, we knew about, but I think we should touch on this a little bit longer than normal. Um, Anthony Rapp, who is the, if I'm not mistaken, the first accuser of Kevin Spacey. Um, yes. He's getting some shit on the social medias from horrible, horrible people. Like blaming him for like the show ending, telling him he should have waited to say something before you know till the season was over. Like, how would he like it if uh, somebody ruined uh, Star Trek that he's on by you know accusing him of something? Yeah, like, like, wow, people on social God, media, media are horrible. Uh, yes, this get some perspective, people. People God. suck. People just suck. Um, there are things in this world that are more important than your entertainment. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yes. Um, with that being said, House of Cards, the production will continue. So that's another news story. Uh, it's going to continue without Kevin Spacey. They're going to write him out. There you and go. And have his uh, the, the wife of his character take over as the lead of the show, which is an excellent move. Very good plan. Very good idea. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, here's another one. Danny Masterson. <sighs> he was fired from Netflix. Um, he was on The Ranch with Ashton Kutcher. Uh, he, he's, he's in the he's wake. He's the dude from that 70s show, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he is swimming in the wake of some rape allegations. Not really sure why it took Netflix so long to uh, hang this guy out to dry. Well, it's Danny uh, Masterson. Nobody, like... You you stop looking at him, you sort of forget him. Right, but there were these these allegations came out, if not the same, if if not before, at the same time as the Kevin Spacey ones, and it's the same network, and yet you know they they canned him almost immediately, and this just happened. Well, so. what, okay, so the accusations came out, but was it, it? I I this is the first I've heard of it. So was it not a thing yet? Was Kevin Spacey's situation overshadowing everything and just, you know, eclipsing all the other stuff? Maybe? I don't know. I guess it's possible. I mean, I... I mean, I, it's Kevin Spacey. It's the, first you've, it's the first you've heard of it, but it's not the first I, I or many people have heard of it. Okay. It's, it's, there's an undercurrent out there surrounding this story that the women who have accused him are being sort of ignored or not believed. Right. Which is kind of, kind of gross. Mm. Not kind of gross, it is gross. gross. Um, next up on the docket, is it Kepner? I've, I think so. Robert Kepner. Um, he's the actor on iZombie. He was Prison Break. Uh, yet again. Um, one, was it? It was this one that this article had details in it that made me uncomfortable reading it. Like, this guy, if if the allegations are cr- true, this guy should be castrated. Like, not. Bleh. And he looks like a creeper. Ugh. Always thought the guy However, was a creeper. However, um, presuming he's going to lose his job on iZombie, which will be great. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I want to I, I can't I can't wait to see the show handle that because he was you know playing Blaine's dad he was a ca- terrible terrible person mm-hmm. on the show 
and the last we saw him, he was like a, you know, um, what do they call it? A Romero zombie at the bottom of a well. So like that's being re- kept that's... alive just to be suffered. So, you know. That's an easy write-off. I think that's a pretty good fate for to leave him with. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with it. So, uh, I mean, it's horrible that this is a thing. Like, so much, this is so prevalent now. It's, I mean, as I, as a guy, it's mind-wobbling that so many people, so many guys think it's okay. Like, I, like, did you not have a mother? Like, what the fuck? Do they think it's okay, or do they just not give a crap? Bingo! Is, is that six of one, a half dozen of the other? If you gave a crap about it, you would, you you would think it's okay. If you don't give a crap about it, it's just not there. Like that's, you know, complacency. It's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, the whole thing's awful. Horrible. <sighs> um, we did skip over the PBS story, which is a, a little bit of a silver lining to this trend. I was gonna. We're gonna talk about the PBS story. Okay. Um. So I'm backtracking now in the news feed. Um, so uh, American God showrunners quit. <laughs> yeah, when I saw this, I was like, uh, wait, 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 when I saw the headline, it was like, these guys left the show. It's like, oh, no, not them, too. Yeah. And, and because that's what you see when you see a male celebrity's name trending is like either he's dead or he's a perv. Right. And that's not cool. Thankfully, not the case in the in the uh, case of the showrunners of American Gods, Brian Fuller, and who's the other guy, Michael Green. Yes. Uh, they just it's this is just a money thing. It seems that way. It wasn't confirmed yet, I don't think, but big they, the 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 studio or um, the network is pushing for big budget cuts, and it's kind of I don't I haven't watched much of this. It doesn't seem like a hugely big. I mean, it's telling it's saying in the article that it went up to Game of Thrones level. Which I haven't seen it, but Game of Thrones is fucking huge. It's tremendous. Yeah, I mean, there's only one Game of Thrones, guys. Yeah, I mean, like costumes alone, they spend a truckload of money. So, anywho, it just it seems to be a money thing. Um, but the second season is going to continue. They are going to be fine. They're they they're going out and doing their writing thing and an executive producing thing so we just gotta you know stay tuned see how see how it goes um i think i saw speculation somewhere someone was saying like oh they should bring neil gaiman over to be the showrunner on this too that was and in here a but little, he's busy with um the other he's one he's busy with good omens which he so is a, a, if, a producer or sh- he's i think showrunner. he's co-showrunner yeah so and uh so if he were to come over to do this too it would like not be for a while, right? Obviously, right, right, right. Um, some more sad news. <laughs> Jim Neighbors has passed away. Um, oh golly! Exactly. And Shazam! Uh, the Gomer Pyle has passed away at eighty-seven. Um, good long life. He had a hell of a career. Uh, singer, uh, I, I, you know, television. He was, you know. Like you, everybody knew who Gomer Pyle was in Jim Neighbors, um, did it? I it just said that he passed at his home. Um, his husband, you know, said a little something, but 
man, I read this article and I was this guy was this guy was good. Like he was ta- he he made money hand over fist. He did it right, and he lived a, a good, decent life. You know, nothing weird, which is saying something nowadays. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um. Okay, so Karen, I was curious how you felt about the next article. Um, apparently, <laughs> BBC is spending some money on some cameras uh, and some lenses, which is interesting. Um, but what ran through my mind? All right, so let me here. Uh, production software is making available Cook anamorphic prime lenses and uh, Agnes Optimo anamorphic zooms. Okay. Good job. I well done. Don't know what any of that means. <laughs> but changing the doctor, changing the showrunner, changing the way the show looks. Is that too much? Uh I don't think so. Um I I think, you know, it's a science fiction show. It would be weird if they didn't keep with the times. Um and I don't know. This is just cool. All right. Good. I see. I see no reason not to. And and you know um, they've been saying this all along. Like every time some new development for the new season comes out, um, people just say, "Oh, is this too much change?" And it's and the response is, "No, it's it's a new showrunner. They're gonna shake things up. They're gonna make it their own, and he's gonna live or die by it. Honestly. And if it sucks, well, <laughs> then he's gonna be out on his ass. But I don't think that's gonna be the case." Yeah. Oh, uh, makes sense. Um, and I will continue to throw whatever tiny bits. If you're all sick of hearing Doctor Who news, oh. be, be, even though there hasn't been any new Doctor Who in a while, too bad. I will continue to throw every tiny tidbit of Doctor Who news I can because, to quote Adam Sandler and the Wedding Singer, I have a microphone and you don't. So I will listen, you will listen to every damn word I have to say. Well said. Um, <laughs> now, the Christmas special... How long yes. how, is that? Just a regular hour long episode? It's going to be a regular episode. It might be like an hour ten or something. I don't know the okay. details, but okay, because it says the ten part series, the next season, um, ten starting with an hour, then dropping down to fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. I did. Does that d- the Christmas is not part of that ten? Correct. Like that. I no the, Christmas is usually like separate from the rest of the season okay. episode count. Okay, so getting it's a, considered a special. All oh, right. Um, so getting about nine hours of television from the good old doctor. Uh, you, you posted this next one also, Karen. Um, this actually made me respect this guy so much more. Um, Rick and Morty creator Dan Harmon, like, uh, communicated with a fan, um, about dealing with depression and... It's weird. I, is is Dan Harmon known for dealing with depression? Anybody? No. I mean, I don't think he's like you know a spokesperson for it or anything. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I was curious as if like it was known that he had dealt with depression for the fan to reach out because she just tweeted know. at him. Do you have any advice for dealing with depression? And simple little tweet with a heavy, heavy connotation to it, and he responded beautifully um it it seems as if he either himself has dealt with it or you know is associated with someone that he cares about that has been dealing with it um none of it he did like it wasn't funny uh 
it what it was just amazingly put genuine and you know very caring advice so and i don't know whether he's known to be like you know known to have suffered from this but i do think that there there are so many people out there who if they don't suffer from a from uh, any sort of mental health issues themselves they definitely know and love someone who does Mm -hmm. and it's just not if everyone who if everyone who was affected by it talked about it it would be so much more normalized right yeah which true this is the sort of thing we should be normalizing yeah not the not not the hollywood not the other crap um okay so I didn't realize that this next article was a thing. Apparently, <laughs> Freeform shows Harry Potter movies every year, like as, as a as a you know, as a marathon. <laughs> however many days of Christmas. I, I okay. They they can't do it now because they lost the rights. <laughs> yeah, they lost the rights to HBO, who's gonna debut it by doing a marathon, I think, on New Year's Day. But they still have the rights now. That for the to the end of this year, if I'm not mistaken, that's what the article read. So they haven't made they haven't aired any plans of doing a marathon. I think they should say fuck it. Whatever else is on the list, get rid of it. Let's let's throw in Harry Potter for one last time. <laughs> I just bite me HBO. <laughs> <laughs> this this you know sometimes we get our news stories by going to look for them or going to specially cultivated feeds that we have this just came into my regular facebook feed and the the uh the headline made me laugh out loud freeform can no longer air the harry potter movies so christmas is canceled (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good stuff right there so yeah hbo's got it now they're going to be airing it on january 1st hopefully freeform will do a little something something before that HBO's got enough. They don't need it. And if you don't get HBO and whatever, you're sad because you can't see it, be a real fan and buy the Blu-rays. Damn. Gauntlet thrown. Um, Physical media for the things that are important to you. Yes. I'm just saying. Yes. I concur. Um, Karen, I like your response or your your little little note on this next article. Praise Jesus. Oscars 2019 telecast will air at an earlier time slot. And I was like, Hallelujah. Oh, great. And then I looked and it's fucking half hour earlier. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so I like, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Why can't you people start at six o'clock? <laughs> that, you need to go to bed. So if they started at six, that means it started at six here. Is That would be what? Three o'clock there? Lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be like a noon show there. <laughs> so, yeah, they 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 are airing it a half hour earlier, starting at 8. Um, you're still getting your 90-minute special beforehand of the red carpet crap. Uh, so, yeah. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Watch it. <laughs> Poking the bear. I get it. Uh, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel's returning. So, good. Great. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, so this just means when they run over, you'll be, you know, getting to bed at the time that you normally would have gotten to bed anyway. Right. <laughs> you won't be that upset. You won't be a little bit later. <laughs> um, th- next, th- you got a, a few stills from the new Wayward Sisters. I, 
I don't like that they keep calling it a backdoor pilot. It makes me uncomfortable to say that. Uh, giggity. <laughs> giggity goo. Um, I don't... I still don't know how I feel about this. Um, it looks like, you know, more Supernatural without Sam and Dean. So I guess that's what they're shooting for. Um, I was never... Who, who's the blonde? That, that's that shows oh God, up. What's her that face? shows up in every photo. Who seems to be the lead? Claire. I don't. I don't know. I think her name is Claire. I, w- yeah. I wasn't a fan of her, and they, they seem to. It's every every picture except for one so far as I'm clicking has her in it. So, hmm. Hmm. She does a thing which. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying to Chris when we were watching uh, Arrow the other night um, that. I think that the, the the new woman who's playing Black Canary on that show is my favorite Black Canary for if for no other reason than she ties her hair back when she fights. Oh, makes sense. And this girl like does not like every picture is like oh I have my Flowy long locks. gorgeous blonde locks all over the place, dude. Come on, <laughs> dude. Get yourself a bungee, a scrunchie if you will. Hair ties a plenty. Uh, so yeah, there's all manner of like options. Just. Be, be real here <laughs> so uh, it uh, it's coming it's gonna i don't I, I i clicked on pictures do you have any idea when it's supposed to air do we know i think uh well this this episode that's the backdoor pilot should be on i don't know I, soon. I, I, i'm clicking back to see no it's just pictures well i'll find out and then I'll, I'll i'll let you guys know but it's gonna be on supernatural and they're just gonna show the girls i guess mm-hmm. we'll see um now all right this i don't when i read the 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 headline for this one i was like ooh, that's interesting because i don't know how i feel about that and then once i read the article i was like oh okay makes sense Stephen moffat defends casting of a male doctor who as he says this show isn't exclusively for progressive liberals which if you read the rest of the article he goes to explain this show is is a cultural thing. I got to pay attention to all of the people, not just some of them. And I got yeah, it. It's makes sense. Yeah, you, you, you. When I did the same thing, I read the headline. I was like, "Oh, it sounds like he's saying progressive liberals like it's an insult." But he was actually just saying this show is not just for progressive liberals. It's for people who voted Brexit too. It's yes. Oh, okay. Makes sense. He's just doing a statement of fact um he is pleased with all the decisions he has made so far and is happy with the forthcoming decisions that have been made i don't know that i buy this as an okay excuse but i think i might be in the minority of just being too hard on stephen moffat <laughs> for being stephen moffat and moffating moffating all over the place i love i, I love our catchphrases but, <laughs> speaking of um Brexit, though, I saw a great thing today. My, I, There was a picture on my Facebook feed of the dean of the college that I went to in England mm-hmm. um, wearing a sweater <laughs> that said, all I want for Christmas is EU. Okay. Because he's, he's anti-Brexit, so, uh, you know, he wants to be in the EU. It was cute. Oh, all right. That. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> Europe. The jokes are funnier when you explain them. Always. They sure Always. are. Um, okay, so Karen, the uh, the PBS story. Yes, we have PBS and WNET announced late 
a new late night public affairs programming. So explain why why should I care? Oh, this is to get this is to replace uh, Charlie Rose. Oh, okay. Um, and to replace him, I don't think it's the same show. I think it's 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 going to be its own thing, but it's being headlined by Christiane Amanpour uh, from CNN. And I mean, yes, let's get rid of all the bad men and replace them with awesome women. I mean, I see no problem with this. I'm not saying let's get rid of all men and replace them with all women. Okay, everybody settle down. Saying, I heard the people bad typing ones, angrily. The bad ones deserve to be replaced by the awesome people who have been held down by the oppression of bad men. That's all I'm saying. She is a fearless and uncompromising journalist. So good. Um, apparently, this show is going to air on both CNN International and PBS, as well as uh, WNET, which is a PBS in another area. I'm just used to it being PBS because I grew up here. Um, so it's starting December 11th at 11 p.m. So yeah, they cranked this out, man. Yeah, yeah, they that happened fast. Very, very, very much so. And that's fine. I am wash off the it. ride. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's an old thing about Disney. Like if there was an accident on a ride, they would just wash it uh, down and keep it moving. <laughs> so yes. Okay, I, I revise to gross. Ew, gross. So <laughs> here's some news that nobody expected to happen. Disney and Fox are closing in on a deal. Could be announced next week. Ha! Huh, surprise. A course they are fox is going to sell as much as they can and it's about time maybe we can get a good x-men movie that's what i'm looking at um the it would really make a, a ton of sense as far as like where they're going with their movie universe right like they're their actors are going to keep getting older and they, they can't just keep reusing the same characters over and over again because they're eventually going to get too old to play those roles so and having the X-Men and the Fantastic Four as new things to center the MCU around, it's a pretty darn good idea. Just makes a whole lot of sense. Um, apparently, there was also talks with Comcast, but the... the but fuck Comcast. <laughs> forever. <laughs> but Disney's are just seeming more, more like they're going to happen. Um, okay, the enterprise value of Fox assets in this deal is seen to be as more than 60 billion dollars that's a lot of dollars uh fox will sell off its movie and television production assets and keep its news sports and a broadcast network so the big spending is going away like they they dump some money into their television and movies they get i guess they don't have it anymore and they're gonna keep news and sports and their channel so seems like it makes sense I guess I make. I don't see why it's not gonna happen. Yeah, sixty billion. Nice jump change. It's a lot of dollars. <laughs> sixty billion dollars. <laughs> and then I just revealed exactly how old I am. There you go. <laughs> so apparently, there's some wildfires going on in SoCal. Um, I think this is an annual story for us now. Yeah, it seems that way. Westworld, among other television shows, shut down productions amid Soul Cal wildfires. 
Um, what was interesting to read in this article is that this bad boy started at five acres. It is now up to 200 acres. Good goddamn, that's a lot of fire. That's a lot of acres. That's a lot of acres. Um, yeah, so Westworld and there was something else that I was like, oh, oh, it was CBS, CBS SWAT. SWAT. Eh. I was like, eh, okay, I'm all right with SWAT stopping. Um, yeah, they just stopped for a little bit because, you know, fire's dangerous and they don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, sure, once stuff's under control, they'll start up again. Yeah, I don't know if we have any listeners out that way, but if we do, everybody, please stay safe. Be safe. Don't catch fire. Fire bad. (laughs) General rule of life, really. General rule of life, don't catch fire. Got it. All right. This last article made me happy. Because I remember when we wanted to discuss this, it was a pain in the nuts for me to find. Um, You can now watch... Aeon Flux and all of its cartoon goodness on the internet. Um, apparently, Liquid Television, MTV's Liquid Television, is now clustered and made available on online. Um, I'm trying to find the actual because I just clicked on it and I didn't. It didn't make a internet archive. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> um, I'm guessing it's an internet archive. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yes. Um, See, what it is, is it's an archive. Of the internet. On the internet. Um, so it's, you just, there's, there's links, um, and it takes you to a very simplified website, and it's showing all of the liquid televisions. All of it. Very little little pop up window shows up, and there it is. So, I mean, it's not the highest quality. It's not good quality at all. It's VHS quality, but it's there, readily available now, and everybody should watch this because it's not remastered. It's barely even mastered. <laughs> Some great, great stuff came out of Liquid Television. And, it's true, and and some really horrible stuff as well. But also true. <laughs> but. Still, really good, worth watching stuff. Beavis and True. Butthead. I forgot that they started there. The originals, yeah. yeah. Fuck baseball. Wow. So many memories just came a flooding back. This is also where the that that this was um oh what were the, the 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 hairdressers what is it beauticians is that liquid television or was the two women just walking down the block and it was horrible. I got nothing to help. Oh, man. It's going to come to me. Is it from the episode that we watched? The yes. No, we didn't watch the one. With Art School Girls of Art Doom. Art School yeah. Girls of Doom. That was yeah, it. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> That's horrific. <laughs> Check it out. It's 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 good stuff. It's worth weird noting. stuff. Weird. Yeah. It's good stuff. Weird stuff. Good stuff, weird stuff. We but like it's it. Sort of the, it's the sort of good weird stuff that might otherwise be forgotten so it's good that it has a place to exist right if, if it wasn't preserved. for this stuff there wouldn't be a lot of the cartoons that we deal with now like the adult cartoons like this is where it, it started was, uh, definitely groundbreaking so pay attention to the history kids all right yeah grandpa evan says grandpa evan says get off my lawn 
<laughs> that's it. That's you don't all. Have a lawn. That's very true. But I do yell it from my apartment window every other day. Just to Let's keep get people off my lawn. <laughs> just to keep people guessing. That's it. That's all I got for news. Chris, you got a spiel for me? I do. You can get in touch with us at malikike.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook. Find us on... Oh, ooh, ooh, yeah. No, I did that wrong. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow us show specifically at Twepcast. <gasps> you can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at... Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at... Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes. Super duper nice. You can leave us a super duper review because any and all feedback is super is duper. super duper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post new original content all the time. And speaking yeah. of keeping your eyes on geekade.com, we got a big, fat, fancy makeover coming up yeah. real soon. Yeah, we are and diligently working to make sure, what is it, Geekade 3.0, right? Is that what we're doing? 3.0, yes. 3.0. So it'll be our second major overhaul this will be considerably more major than the previous one it's a it's a big step up the site's going to look a lot easier better it's going to be a lot easier to to, to find different kinds of content uh, and we're really happy with the direction that it's heading yes yes we are so so if you heard my mouse clicking throughout the entire episode it's because i'm working on it as we speak <laughs> and diligently paying attention to us rattle on oh of course of course all right thank you so much chris uh whose turn is it it's yours, it's yours, Karen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Christmas spectacular are we watching? Oh, boy. Well, there's so much to choose from, but... There's so uh, many to, to choose, choose from. from. <laughs> boy, you guys are really reliable. Um, <laughs> uh, I had to go with the first thing that popped into my mind, which is, like, just quintessential for our generation, I believe. So... Let's watch The Office Season 2, Episode 10, Christmas Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta do that one. Oh. It's a good episode. All right. Thank you, Karen. Office, the American version, correct? Yes. All right. <laughs> the American I Office. there were 10 episodes in the uh, second know. season of the British one. <laughs> uh, season 2, Episode 10. Very good. Thank you so much. So, that's it. That's all we got. Please join us next week when we're talking more Christmas stuff. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm tired. Well, then, good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.